Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Swamp. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is in Japan today, but is still talking about her visit this week to Taiwan, which angered China. We've had high-level visits, senators in the spring, a bipartisan way, continuing visits, and we will not allow them to isolate Taiwan. China has been conducting military drills near the island nation, which it considers its own territory. The Labor Department releases July's job numbers later this morning. Bank rates Mark Hamrick with a preview. The July employment report is expected to portray a measure of stability in the U.S. economy. The consensus among economists is that the jobless rate was unchanged at 3.6%. The number of jobs added expected to come in around 250,000. That would be down from June's 372. 2,000 jobs. A horrific scene near Los Angeles. A speeding car ran a red light, plowed into cars in a crowded intersection. The California Highway Patrol's Frank Pepe. We have a total of eight that are that are injured and were transported to the hospital. And we have now six that are confirmed deceased at the scene. Among the dead, an infant and an unborn child. The CDC is set to streamline its COVID-19 guidelines soon. The changes will include guidelines for schools. The CDC is expected to loosen quarantine recommendations for those exposed to COVID-19. The six-foot social distancing guidelines are also expected to be eased. Another anticipated change, cutting back on regular testing in schools. One recommendation expected to remain in effect, those with COVID-19 will still be told to isolate. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Democrats in the Senate have come to an agreement on an economic package, clearing the way for approval of one of President Biden's top election year priorities. The breakthrough came after Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema said she was ready to move forward on the bill. Most, if not all, Republicans in the Senate are expected to oppose the legislation. The Democratic-controlled House is expected to approve it. This is CBS News. We are the bridge between people and services closing the gaps between those who offer support and those who need it. We believe in the promise of technology to drive insights that have the potential to change lives. We apply deep domain expertise, transforming government programs to become more responsive, flexible, and secure. We are Maximus, moving people forward. WTLP at 403. Good Friday morning, August 5th, 2022. We're looking at a partly sunny, muggy day today. Very hot. Late-day thunderstorms, some heavy at times. Highs of the low 90s feel like 100 today. You're waking up to 73 in our nation's capital. Good Friday morning. We do indeed thank you for taking us along. I'm Dean Blaine. Among the top stories we're following for you as we do ride into this day together, we begin with four people locally critically hurt after they were hit last night by lightning near the White House. D.C. Fire and EMS spokesman Vito Maggioli this morning. At 6.52 p.m., D.C. Fire and EMS received a report of a lightning strike in Lafayette Park with multiple patients. 
Now, word is two men and two women were taken to the hospital. Stay with WTOP for more on this developing story as it comes our way. Also new this morning, a retired D.C. officer is under investigation after a deadly shooting inside a library this week in Southeast. D.C. police responded to the Anacostia Library in Southeast around 3.30 on a report of a shooting. Chief Robert Conti says the victim was a special police officer at the library who was undergoing training with fellow officers. The person who was conducting the training was retired from the Metropolitan Police Department almost two years ago. Uh, he's acting in his, in his personal capacity as a professional trainer. Conti says they were training in the use of an extendable police baton. I don't have answers uh, as to why the live firearm was an ass baton training. The retired officer is under investigation. The name of the victim is being withheld until her family is notified. At the Anacostia Library in Southeast, Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Now turning to yet another local tragedy in D.C., the killing of an 11-year-old boy. This happened two years Years ago, Davon McNeil was killed instantly when he was shot in the head then while walking to his southeast D.C. apartment. And this week, the fourth person charged in his killing has been sentenced. Prosecutors struck a plea deal with now 20-year-old Daryl Bond Jr., also known as Fats, for his part in 11-year-old Davon McNeil's killing. The 11-year-old boy who was remembered for his love of playing football was killed on July 4, 2020 not far from where his mother, a violence interrupter, was hosting a peace cookout in the neighborhood. Court documents say that four men, including Bond, were at that barbecue when they saw or heard something that made them run and began firing in the direction of a nearby alley, inadvertently hitting the boy. Court records show all four took a plea deal for a reduced sentence. Bond has been in jail since his arrest shortly after and will serve eight years in prison. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.06 Friday morning. There's been a regional approach to help thousands of migrants being bused to D.C. locally from Texas and Arizona. Montgomery County leaders talking now this week about how the county is helping with this. Nonprofits have been handling the arrivals of migrants at D.C.'s Union Station and Montgomery County's Assistant Chief Administrative Officer, Earl Stoddard, says most of those arriving have a destination in mind. About 10% have no plans. The county's worked with housing about 50 at any given time. Most of those are not actually put into hotels. In rare circumstances where we feel like a COVID quarantine is necessary, we have hotel people for a few days. County officials have not said where the migrants have been placed out of privacy and safety concerns. Montgomery County has worked with asylum seekers and migrants in the past, including influxes of unaccompanied minors in 2014. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now to transportation issues this Friday morning for you. Getting drivers to slow down at a busy intersection locally near a Fairfax County school where two students were recently killed. Drivers caught speeding between Sutton Road and Route 29 will face a $200 fine. New signs will also go up in the Blake Lane Corridor, not far from Oakton High School. Fairfax County Supervisor Dahlia Polchik says they're trying to get drivers to slow down. There's a team looking across the county at better education before we start the school year. In June, three high school students were hit while crossing the street. Two of them died. Installing a safety camera is a priority, along with other possible safety measures. To look at getting additional of those watcher sign speed lights that tell you how fast you're driving. Paljic says they'll also be conducting a community audit. You know, in the next month, get it started and really see what's feasible. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 407. Those toll lanes on 66 are expected to open in less than six months, and crews are apparently racing to complete this massive project. Inside Nova reports this week, the 22-and-a-half-mile project remains on schedule for a December opening, but a lot of work still remains. 
That includes a bridge for the interchange with Route 28, as well as a ramp reconfiguration at Stringfellow Road in Fairfax. When they open, they will run the same way similar lanes do elsewhere in Northern Virginia with dynamic pricing. It's Friday, August 5th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time is 4.08. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Uh, first, we'll start off in uh, Montgomery County, 270 northbound, north of Shady Grove Road, in the main line. All lanes remain blocked for the crash cleanup. Again, traffic is diverted into the local lanes. You do get by southbound 270, brief rubbernecking delay.